I am so fucking sore. My body hurts like I'm a whore. I guess a whore really has no restrictions with sex. So her body could hurt. Uh, depending on how things go. What's up, everyone? It's Jess. I'm back and I am in a complainy mood tonight. Just kidding. We got a lot to comb through. But to start out, I've never been so fucking sore in my entire life. That's a lie. But uh, happy family day to start things off. I mean, we're a little late. Oh, this always happens. Is I get it in my head what we're going to talk about. And as soon as I sit down, it's just a fucking jambalaya of thoughts. First and foremost, happy family day to you and yours. I'm recording this on Tuesday night, which means I'm already late. Can't keep a promise. My word is trash. I'm supposed to be delivering these to you on Tuesday, but I am only delivering it to my sound engineer on Tuesday night, which means if he drops what he's doing and makes me his number one task, we might see it tomorrow but probably Thursday because he's entitled to a life, right? Ugh, family day. Fuck. Actually, you know what? Family day is kind of going to excuse me being late with you guys. It's not, uh, hopefully not a habit that I'll make. Make a habit of? Something I'll make a habit of? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But please excuse me. Sunday was really Monday. Sunday... Saturday was Sunday, Friday was Saturday, just, it was jambalaya. That's twice now we're using this word and probably not the last. Oh, family day. Did you spend time with your family? Did you all sit around and have brunch or breakfast, a nice family dinner? Does anybody really celebrate family day in the traditional sense? Do you guys get together and... You know, is it like Christmas Day where that's just exclusively reserved for family and nothing else? It's kind of like they force you to do it. As they do with Christmas, everything's closed. You have no choice. You got to stock up for family day ahead of the game. If you don't have shit in your fridge Sunday night, booze, snacks, whatever it is you need, you're SOL. It's not happening. And nothing's worse than being high strung without things that you need and then forced to hang out with your family. Look at me shit-talking. I got a great family and I'm just uh, talking as if it would be fucking prison. It was in prison, but I wasn't even with them. What I did on family day, the reason for me being sore. Ooh, there's the yawn catching up with me. Uh, Family day. Okay, so how many times am I going to say it, really? If you want to turn this off here, I get it. I'm just a rambling mess. You should be used to that by now. If you're tuning into this podcast on episode five or six, whatever we're at now, then you you do it to yourself. Such a good singer. So I had plans to go away this weekend, which I did do, but it was, well, obviously it wasn't not what I expected because I've never done it before, but it was uh, really threw me for a loop. So Friday was Valentine's Day. Should we start there? Did everybody have some nice romantic anal sex on Friday night? I didn't. I took my um, significant other, my SO, to the aquarium. And sorry, you know what? I'm on this shitty fucking Ikea chair. It keeps banging into the desk. Oh, no one cares. Okay. Let's start over. So Valentine's Day was Friday night. 
I took my significant other to the aquarium. He's never been Ripley's Aquarium. I went once before. And the one time I went before, it was a private event. Um, I was actually a friend of mine's guest at a private event she was invited to. And it wasn't just regular Joe Blow Aquarium. It was, um, I don't, honestly, I don't even know what it was celebrating or benefiting or whatever, but it was open bar. Ooh. And also open food stations. Um, so you walk around and uh, have a drink here, have a drink there, have as many whatevers as you so choose. All along the way, stopping and enjoying different things and good shit too. Like taco stations and slider stations. It was just the cat's ass. Anyway, and uh, obviously you're walking through the aquarium. Everybody that's there was personally invited so it was just all around, well-managed, good environment. That is not what this was. So the Ripley's Aquarium event on Valentine's Day, it was a private event, I guess, in the sense that you had to buy a specific ticket and that it cost more. It was called like Love Under the Sea or some shit. And the tickets cost 60 bucks each, which is fine because... The aquarium on its own, I believe, is like $33 a person. So this is double, but like it's a special event and they have food and they have cash bar, which is trash. But still, it's nice that they thought about us. Maybe you'd want a booze to see the blowfish. So anyway, we went and I was so psyched about this. I was like, oh, this is so good. He's never been and I like going. It's nice and, you know, it's... It's not a fiasco. It's just kind of walk around. You're not really in a hurry to get anywhere. It's comfortable. Check this out. You want to stop. You want to ponder. You want to talk. You want to keep going. You want to have a snack. Whatever. The world is your oyster. Pun intended. Uh, so we went and so did every other 19-year-old couple in the GTA. First of all, this was... I'm going to say private event just because I don't know what else to call it, but it was fine. It was a ticketed event. So you'd think that they would exercise some sort of capacity, like maximum. They did not. There were so many people there. It was insane. Everyone there was from out of town, which is fine, but it was just every, hmm, I'm going into a weird place right now with this complaint, but I will tell you the entire aquarium stank of Axe and various other colognes. Everyone there was 18, 19, 23, 24, all young. So many Instagram photos. You couldn't get fucking anywhere in this aquarium, in this room, these various rooms. The aquarium's fucking huge. I don't know if you guys have been, but like, it's big. And somehow we still found ourselves cramped because every fucking step whoever some whore in her side piece would lean in together and i'm actually doing it right now just to really capture how angry i am and hold their phone up and take a selfie like take one beside the shark three steps to the right take another one beside the shark and you know it's funny my boyfriend even said to me he's like this is exactly that thing they talk about when people make fun of people that take photos at concerts like, are you really going to go back and look through your photos or your videos listening to Kanye West and just a video of smoke? That's what this is. These people will never look at these photos again. And they ruined everything for everyone. Oh, rant city, bitch. 
Okay, they didn't ruin everything, but it was that was a challenge in itself. Everyone was from out of town, as I said, which is fine, but like they really they really maximized the whole date night thing. There were people dressed up, like just which is fine. Like I I like getting dressed up too, but it just really confused the whole the whole environment. And then there was a cash bar, which is fine because I'm not drinking, so I don't really give two shits. But trying to get a drink was insane. It looked like airport security. Lines, like the layout of the space is all sort of intertwined and almost maze-like. It's kind of like Ikea, actually. I have to like go this way, then turn this way, then turn that way, then, you know, so on and so forth. The line, you couldn't even see the end of it. You you thought like, oh, okay, that's it over there. And then when you got to what you thought was the end, it just right angled down a next hallway. And then there was the food. So obviously the bar was set pretty high for me when I went or when we went on Valentine's Day because of the event um, that I had been to first and only time prior. So I thought, oh, OK, I know their food game. This will be good. It was awful. We didn't even eat there. They were serving, serving. They had a lineup again, fucking airport security for like handheld pasta, question mark, and pizza pockets, I believe. I don't know. It was awful. I keep saying that I'm going to... Actually, it's only been four days, so I still got time. But I keep saying that I'm going to... I intend to write a review because I I really like capitalizing on poor customer service, telling them how I feel and seeing how they respond. They're going home with a gym note. Like, that was a gym note? Like, what's that? Going home from getting kicked out of gym class with a note? I don't know what I was going for there. Some kind of elementary school remedial process. I don't know. I'm losing it. I'm just so mad about the whole experience. The fish were cool. Just leaning away from the microphone. Sorry. The fish were fun. The idea in theory was fun, but the delivery of the whole... My mouth is so dry just from complaining about that. The delivery of the whole thing was just complete shit. So that was, um, that was Friday night. Friday night was kept, um, look at me just completely disregarding my listeners, leaning over, leaning away from the mic, but I'm back. Um, so Friday night was kept quiet-ish because Saturday was a big day. I'm actually going to lean back in my chair because I feel like this is going to be a long story. Um, so Saturday Saturday we was the first day of um I'm adjusting the mic here. Saturday was the first day of a weekend we had planned uh through a company called Yours Outdoors. And uh it was up in Halliburton, Ontario. And what Yours Outdoors is is a organization, I guess, where there's okay, it wasn't actually me that or that like got this for us. It was a gift for me, but uh, from what I understand, what it is, is there's this guy and he just sort of like compiles a weekend away for you or he puts together a weekend away compiled of like different events that go on in and around the town. So I think it's Halliburton exclusive, but what we did was I think there's different packages and ours was called Fire and Ice. Um, So what we did was we got there Saturday morning, slept in, obviously we were late, held up the whole thing. We went cross-country skiing for three hours, which right off the bat, when you 
say cross-country skiing, people are like, oh, that's pussy shit. Go downhill. Go snowboarding. You know, like, what are you, 80? Cross-country skiing is fucking hard. It's so much upper body activity for something that you think would have next to none. There's so many different elements. And also, it's not just flat land. Obviously, there's, like, dips and stiff stuff, as there is with regular terrain. But, like, (laughs) it was insane. We, I think we did, like, five kilometers. But there's a lot of stop, go, a lot of stop, go. You go down hills, side note, and not just, like, little pussy shit. You go down, like, real hills. Like, if you, when you fall, it hurts. And there's trees. It's insane. And going down those hills means you also gotta go up the hills. Going up a hill and skis, it's not easy. You don't, you can't ski up a hill unless you're maybe the rock. I don't know. He probably can't even do it with his little fanny pack. So you put your feet, you keep your feet in the skis and you do this thing called a herringbone, which is kind of like a V with your feet and you stagger up the hill. So if your skis are vertical, you're obviously not going anywhere. You're going to slide down. But if you do this herringbone position, then you kind of, kind of allows for a ledge with your skis and then you have to walk like a penguin up the hill you get to the hill and you're so out of breath and you're sweaty is your body hot is it cold i don't know lots of stuff going on there and then you hike around for a bit on the skis and then you go down a hill and then just repeat it was really fun though i've done i have done cross-country skiing prior to this trip so i knew what i was in for and i knew that i liked it but nonetheless it was still a workout um So what did we do after that? We did that for three or four hours. And then we went to another place, a studio in town. I forget what it's called. Fuck, I wish I knew. Um, Architect something? I don't know. Um, So I just took my headphones off because I was reminded of a story I heard today, which I'm going to share with you guys when I wrap this up. Um... So, okay, so we went to the studio and we did glass blowing, which is funny because when I was telling my friends that I was going to do glass blowing prior to this weekend, right away everybody says, oh, have you seen that Netflix show, Blown Away? I haven't, but evidently everyone else has. It's basically a cooking show, but with glass blowing, people are given a task, a challenge, and they have to deliver on it. People get eliminated. Eventually there's a winner. I tried to watch one episode when we returned from this weekend. I didn't love it. Uh, There's a girl, Deborah, on it who has very aggressive facial features. She kind of influenced me to not like it. My choice to not like it. Um, Irrelevant. Glass blowing is scary and also really cool. Uh, It's hard to describe. It's just like melting glass. The whole just craftsmanship of it, I guess, is really... uh, it's not like anything I've ever done or seen before. And the shit that you that these people make, like once you see how it works behind the scenes when you do it yourself, it really gives you like a bonkers appreciation for stuff that you just see around the house or in gift shops or whatever. Like a bong? That seems like nothing to you or I. You know, it's just a shitty piece of glass that stinks or perhaps a flower pot if... Your mother comes over. Flower vase. Uh, But no, to make one of those is fucked up. There's all kinds of... Like, I can't even describe it. There's all kinds of, like, methods and tools and 
I mean, I guess that's the same with anything, but there's all kinds of just... Really? I'm telling you nothing right now, except that it was insane. So what I come home with? Uh, the first thing we did... We were there for like three or four hours, too. The first thing we did was we made... We could familiarize ourselves with the glass, so we just used a bunch of tools on a hot piece and came up with, I don't know, just like a weird little paperweight. Uh, the second thing we made was we made an actual paperweight, so it was one of those glass globes with swirls of color in it. And then the third thing we made was, I think he called it like we were going to make like a glass or a cup or something, but... We kind of got a little bit creative. I asked if I could make a vase instead just because I need one and it's kind of the same thing. Um, someone else there made a beer stein, a white wine glass, and I think another beer stein. I don't know. But it was really cool. So after that, we went uh, for dinner and tried to watch the hockey game, but we were too tired. Went to Shopper's Drug Mart and got a whole bunch of candy, which is irrelevant to the story, but I'm still paying for it. I hate myself. And Sunday morning, uh, yeah, it was a one night, two day away. So Sunday morning was our second and last day. And we went ice climbing. I really should have built you up for that and been like, guess what it was? You can't guess. Because you wouldn't. Who the fuck goes ice climbing? Ice climbing's fucked up. I really am paying no respect to the sport right now. But it really is. It's like, okay, so we got suited up. We went into this fucking phone, man. I got an iPhone 10. I'm telling people I was gifted it because I feel like if I say I was gifted this phone enough, then it actually will be a gift. And then I won't owe money to the person that got it for me. Um, I don't know how to use it. Like, I'm really missing the absence of this button. It's insane. It's actually pretty cool. Face recognition, though. Face recognition is... Uh, I feel like I can look across the room and like glare out of the corner of my eye and it'll turn on. It's really not good for for anti-theft and whatnot but i gotta tell you i'm coming from a six and this is a 10 it's a whole other world and it works so fucking quick holy cow uh yeah okay so ice climbing so we get suited up which is really just your winter clothes and uh like you know hats uh snow pants jacket all that and then we put these things on your feet that are boots with picks built into them and they're called crampons which I like because it sounds like tampons and I'm six. So every time they said crampons, I laughed. Crampons. Put your crampons on. Crampons and tampons. A blog about winter periods. And then, so it was that. And then it was two ice picks, which look like crowbars. And obviously a harness because you're scaling a wall. So we hiked up to, uh, I guess, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a mountain, but we hiked up a hill to where there was a frozen waterfall, which is, was a plot twist for me because I thought that it was a man-made ice wall. How they would have done that, I don't know. I didn't think that far. But it turns out it was a frozen waterfall. So we hiked up to it and um, we were, the two. there was two instructors and four of us. They got us all strapped into whatever. They had those, I really don't know the technical term, but they already had the, anchor or whatever placed at the top of the mountain and they would just belay us and we would scale the wall so i don't know if you guys have ever done mountain climbers or seen them done in like a gym class when you're on all fours and you put like one hand up and one leg up and then the next hand up and the next leg up and you just kind of rotate i'm doing it right now like as if you guys can see you obviously can't 
have my blinds closed. Otherwise, my neighbors would think that I'm loco. They definitely already think that. Um, so you scale the wall and uh, it. I was kind of fearful that it would require a lot of upper body strength, which it does, but it, you're supposed to transfer that to your legs because a lot of people like like me think it's, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. It requires so much arm strength. But um, while you want to use your arms, you're actually supposed to use your legs. Um, this is one of those times when I wish I had like a really active Instagram feed so I could post pictures and you guys could see it but if you're doing nothing right now um if you're listening to this podcast you're probably doing nothing uh google it google like beginner ice climbing that's exactly what we did it was fucked up it was cold it was hard like parts of my arms are sore and we did the cross-country skiing the day before so i was basically a wet noodle for ice climbing parts of my arms are sore that are like i didn't even know existed I have some more water. Hang on. Um, BRB. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Oh. So, yeah. That's what we did on the weekend. Um, if you guys want to check it out, it's called Yours Outdoors. And the one we did was Fire and Ice. And let's see what's going on on this. Very easy to break open iPhone. I hate when people text me on here while I'm doing this. They should know I'm doing a podcast. Why the fuck would they know that, Jess? Huh? Oh my god, so many complaining. Kill me. Hang in there. It's rough. What a bitch, eh? Did I record a podcast and post it online so you could listen to me read my text message out loud? No, we did not. Where are we now? We're 22 minutes. Fuck. Time goes by. Oh, it's a short week this week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. By the time you're listening to this, uh, we'll probably have one day left in the work week. And then it'll be the weekend again. Um, Okay, so I'm starting to get hungry. Which means I'm getting... Because I... You know what? Let's try that sentence again. I'm starting to get hungry. It's 8 o'clock at night. Uh, Getting hungry means I'm going to start expediting this and not giving you what you want. Haste makes waste. So really quick, I'm going to tell you a story. And um, actually, it's a really dark story. I shouldn't end on this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, earlier in the podcast, when I said I'm taking a headphone, one of my ears off, headphone, ear cap, whatever fucks off, because I uh, was reminded myself of a story I heard today and I got really scared. So I was having lunch today at work and one of the girls said to me, oh, I was just told this really scary story. And I said, okay. So she shared it with us. So someone told her, friend of a friend of mine, Freaky Stories. Actually is Freaky Stories, though, really quick. So apparently, um, a girl in my office, friend, went out on a blind date with a guy. Um, And she lives in Toronto, too. So if you live in Toronto, this is, you know, you're going to be scared, too. Sleep with one eye open. And please, for the love of God, be safe. She went out on a blind date with a guy and um for one drink and she had one drink and she she got shit-faced like pie-eyed so automatically your first thought is like okay roofies so the guy said okay like calm down relax you're fine i'll take you home so he took her home and uh i don't really know what happened next i don't know if they like hooked up or what but she was in her room and he was not 
and she was like super messed up like couldn't walk couldn't talk couldn't get herself together just knew that she knew she was going to pass out so she phoned the police and said i told them the whole story i was on a date you know i'm gonna if something's wrong like i had one drink i feel like i've had 12 um you need to get over here right now because i don't know if i'm gonna make it bye so that plays out and she wakes up in a room full of cops. I don't know what the duration was like, if it was like five minutes later or like an hour and a half later or what, but she wakes up in a room full of cops and they say, uh, you've got to come see this. So she comes out, if she comes downstairs or out of the hallway or what, but there is, oh my God, I just got a chill over my whole body. Uh-huh. There's a, uh, her living room is lined with a plastic mat and all these different killing tools, knives, whatever else, all over, just ready to take action. Um, so anyway, so my friend was telling us this at lunch. And then my other friend jumped in and said, oh my God, the same thing happened to my friend's friend. Uh, so that's enough. That's enough for me. I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm home alone. So I don't even, the fact that I'm even thinking about this is terrifying me. I'm on the second floor. So I don't know what's going on downstairs, but I'm already scared. Ladies, for the love of God, be safe. Things like that are obviously out of your control. But try your best to be safe. Don't quote with strangers. Watch your drink. All that. Uh, yeah, so I have chills now and you probably do too. Hopefully you're not listening to this alone in bed at night. If you do, you really got to get a life. Go to a yoga class. Go cook something. Don't listen to me. I'm just giving you nightmares. Okay, so uh, what are we at? We're at 26 minutes. I'm just going to tell you guys a few little bits of upcoming dates and what we have in the future, and then I'm going to let you go. Oh, first of all, my apologies. If anybody came to the Richmond Hill show last week, it was a fucking disaster. I didn't even make it. Richmond Hill Go Station, I took transit. Like an upstanding citizen. Uh, Richmond Hill Go Station is a grade A crap show. We'll talk about that next week because I'll also have tomorrow's show to talk about. So if you came out, if you happen to come to that show to see me or to see anyone, I'm sorry I wasn't there. Sorry if I ruined your plans. I really want to go see Just Tell Jokes. Who wouldn't? Uh, today's Tuesday. Okay, so tomorrow I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks in Oshawa. Um, by the time you're listening to this, it already would have happened. Sorry, but I did alert you. March 20th, I will be at um, 120 Diner. That's a Friday night, 9 p.m. for Comedy Kapow. Uh, I'm trying to do some fill-in dates there. Uh, I think that there's going to be a Georgetown date on February 26th. I don't have the details offhand because why would I be prepared, huh? Why would I do that for you guys? Uh, offhand, it is February 26th, I think, at 9 p.m. in Georgetown. I will post the date online, and I will have another episode to confirm this with you guys before then. Uh, and then I'm also looking at doing some... Sh- I was going to call it shit, but it hasn't been approved yet, so I should really be sucking up. I'm going to be looking at doing some, uh, some fancy schmancy stuff in Montreal... Maybe New York City. I don't know, guys. It's going to be a fun spring, though. So, as always, thank you for tuning in. 
check out Laughter Dark. Uh, we're still trying to figure out what we're doing with the audio component there. If we're going to be posting podcast episodes themselves or if we're just been posting the link to iTunes to download it in case you're living under a rock and don't have podcasts yet or in case you have been gifted there I go again with the iPhone 10 and can't locate the podcast button we'll take you there uh i shows of course we have the two dates coming up i'm going to add some stuff this week and i'm going to have to drink more water because my mouth tastes like sandpaper 29 minutes long. We're going to push 30. Uh, okay. Thanks for tuning in to Laughter Dark once again. My name is Jessica Russell. Um, if you happen to be listening to this and are trying to build a case for the vandalism going around Toronto, which was me putting little rinky-dink stickers I've made in public places advertising the show, then busted. You got me. Please arrest me in public to gain some publicity. Don't arrest me at work because I would probably get fired and I have bills to pay. Till we pick up some sponsors. Okay, this podcast is going off the rail. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Hope your family day was well and the week ahead of you is just as good. I'm Jess. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.